This week's UEFA Champions League games were full of surprises. Lionel Messi scored his first goal for PSG in the victory over Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. The super two teams of La Liga, Real Madrid and Barcelona, both lost to teams that no one ever thought they would lose to. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Great games in the past two days. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's. I mean, I mentioned it when we were doing our Super League mm-hmm. uh, podcast. You know, whatever you say about the business of the Champions League, yeah. the same teams every year, all the criticisms you have. Mm-hmm. It's still so exciting. I still love it every year. That's true. Like this, this past week, I think is is like match day two, very early in the mm-hmm. tournament, and it's just so exciting. Already. That's what football like, is about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So let's start with Lionel Messi. Yeah. First goal in the Champions League for yeah. PSG. After everyone was saying, "Does he have any problem with the PSG? Does he have problem with Mbappe?" Yeah. Finally, he scored. Yeah. I think that's really interesting, though, is that they were already leading one nil, mm-hmm. and the first goal fr- was from Adrisagana Gay, yeah, and it came from Neymar missing the ball, mm-hmm. and it's quite funny to think that you know this was considered what was it the two billion dollar game True. had like you know it's the two most expensive teams like mm-hmm. it was all hyped up about like these most expensive squads of all time, and PSG win from just a simple mistake, mm-hmm. Neymar misses the ball because of that, uh, Cal Walker can't capitalize in time, yeah. Uh, Gay catches it at the right angle and scores. Like, it came from a mistake rather than skill. But you could see from the rest of the game that, you know, it it was, you know, very fast-paced, very exciting. And then, yeah, Messi's second goal. It was pretty interesting because it is his first for the team. Looked exactly like his goals he was scoring at Barcelona, where he gets in behind a defender and then curls it in beautifully. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, they want more of that. Like, one goal in two games in the Champions League is simply not enough like that. No. Um, particularly in this situation where they were already one up. So, I mean, yes, it's necessary. You you know, you need to score as many as you can for goal difference as a buffer against a good team like Manchester City. But still, you know, he was in the ascendancy. It can still go a lot better than you expect. Precisely. But then the goal itself, it's, it's the Messi they wanted. It's the Messi they dreamed of. Mm-hmm. So, I... Hope for their sake, this is a start of things getting better. But even so, to me, that still looks like a team that is struggling to get on the same page. Yeah. I still don't fully understand Pochettino's philosophy for it. Mm-hmm. Still just seems to be get it to the front three. The way Messi uh, got subbed off and then missed a game makes me think that they know he doesn't have the legs for a full season. True. So I think what they want is to have him play in games like this where, you know, you look at the group... City are their biggest rivals, so I think he'll definitely play both of those. But if you are going to use him sparingly, that's mm-hmm. exactly what you want to see. That's, oh. that's exactly what they want. So that's actually smart strategy of keeping... Okay, I'm going to say veteran. Yeah. Keeping the veteran healthy and full energized. I think so. I mean, I mean, I could just be... I could have got the wrong end of the stick here. Maybe he does have... This was a hamstring or something. Yeah, he said, yeah, like yeah. a niggling injury. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's what's actually happening. But to me, it seems like they know he's their secret weapon. Yeah. And they're going to save him for the big games. They're going to save him for... You know, Lille won the league last year. Well, next time they meet league, Lille, it's going to be that big front three. But if they're going up against someone not that nice. big... Nice, for example. <laughs> yeah, well... He's going to be on the bench. That's true. And Messi's goal, uh, I know it makes a lot of PSG and Messi fans happy. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily as good as what Ronaldo did yeah. for Man United. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that club. 
I'm hardly a fan of Ronaldo, but I do respect his play and skills. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I really like Villarreal,、mm-hmm. particularly under Unai Emery.、Yeah. And I did wonder going into this if this was going to be similar to the rivalry between、uh, Real and Atletico, which is if you look at their games,、uh, just say during the league, it's pretty even.、Mm-hmm. Atletico sometimes get the advantage. Yeah. But if you look at their games where it's like a knockout or championship is on the line. Then Real always win,、mm. so I kind of thought what this would be is yes, it's revenge, but the team that won last time, Villarreal, well now it's not you know they don't need to win this game,、mm. so I always assumed that United would have the mental edge going into this, but I wasn't expecting the mental edge to be they just keep pushing、yeah. and keep pushing and keep pushing, and then Ronaldo gets it with like basically the last kick of the game,、mm-hmm. and it's it's funny to me that you know Ronaldo and Messi they've had this rivalry for years. Because they were in the same league together, basically.、Yeah. Now they are just opposite ends, like totally different teams, different leagues, whatever. They meet, and they still have that going because you know for a fact that after Messi got that goal, gorgeous goal, whatever against Manchester City, you know for a fact Ronaldo wanted to beat that in the headlines. Yeah, that's true. And he could not have done it any better. He got the winner. He got it the, with the last kick of the game.、Mm-hmm. Got his shirt off in front of all the fans.、Yeah. Like you knew that was just your、like、king、pen. is back. Precisely, that was Ronaldo being like, "Okay, I am here to win. I'm here to win the Champions League." It was a real statement. I do think they were basically outplayed by Villarreal. They got so unlucky with the finishing、yeah. throughout. But that's the thing, you know. Ultimately, you can't be like, "Well, we were great, but we couldn't finish." If you can't finish, that doesn't matter.、Mm-hmm. So, it's a shame. But you know, I think Villarreal—they're going to come back. I think it's going to. I、okay. think they will, and I don't really want to be the Cassandra for Man United fans. But、mm-hmm. you're playing a team like that.、Yeah. You need a guy who is at the last stage of his career to save you、yeah. at the last second. That says something about your manager. Precisely, because through that entire first half, like. I, had, I mean, I've said this a million times. I've said it, and I'll say it basically until Ole gets the sack. I don't know what that team is supposed to do、mm-hmm. because I just can't figure out. They never play in a stable formation. They never seem to have a particular philosophy. It just seems to be okay. We have talented players. Give them space. Give them time to work. That's how you know the first goal that Alex Tellers. True. That's literally what happened. I, by the looks of it in the replay, he told Bruno Fernandez he was going to wait on the edge of the box,、mm-hmm. and by waiting, he had enough time, enough space to fire off that goal. So basically, if this team has those two factors,、mm-hmm. they can beat anyone. They could. But then they're up against a team that actually has a philosophy that plays in like a structured, disciplined way. When things get serious, I there I don't see it happening for them. Yeah, this is like you always. See,、uh, the, the doubt punches、mm. a small boy. You can、yeah. always win. I mean,、yeah. he may surprise you, but he can always be if you're punching a guy who is at your size,、yeah. who knows how to punch. Yeah, I don't see your chance. I mean,、yeah. you know, consider young boys. What happened last、yeah. week? Like that could easily happen again to this. That's、United. true. Like, that,、yeah. That's that's almost the thing about it. Where we're talking about this fantastic Ronaldo moment, this exciting moment in the Champions League. This doesn't guarantee any success in the future. No. There's no sign of it being like okay, they finally got it together. We'll talk about Juventus next, but、yeah. they're a team that I think have got it together.、Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that from this.、No. I just got it from Ronaldo. We'll have magic moments,、yeah. and we saw one that night. That's actually Ronaldo. I mean, how fantastic Ronaldo is is how struggling Man United are right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. He, he is like the exception to the rule, and that、mm-hmm. he shows how. How str- yeah, how mediocre the team is、mm. when it's him who, at thirty six, has to make all these special moments, you know. Yeah, and Juventus, I think 
they must have someone listen to our podcast because they definitely <laughs>、yeah. heard from you that you have to strike first, strike、yeah. hard, and strike fast. That's what they did. Yeah, the first goal in second, in nine seconds、yeah. in the first half. Right. I think that just blow Chelsea on the jaw. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like we were saying, they need to strike hard, strike fast, and also they had to finally get a game plan going. Where you know we were saying before in the league, they were playing like a team that was missing Ronaldo rather、mm-hmm. than a team just playing like they should be. Yeah, we saw that with Federico Chiesa, we saw、mm-hmm. Benedetti. They've gone from being wingers who are threatening but supply a main striker to being like the main striker. Yeah, adapting to the new roles. Yeah, exactly the new threats themselves, and we saw that all night. Uh, the issue, really. I mean, I have to be honest. I watched that game in the replay、mm. because I watched the first twenty or so minutes and realized this is going to be a very frustrating game、yeah. all night. And then when I watched the replay, it kind of was because it was a purely Italian performance.、Mm-hmm. Of you get eleven men behind the ball and you make、True. sure they can't do anything, and that doesn't benefit a side like this Chelsea because when they play well, it's all about being able to flow,、mm. being able to work in these like. Not complex, but very connecting geometric patterns where the defense will link up to the midfield, midfield to the forwards. The ball is constantly in motion. When you are playing against a side like this Juventus, where they were willing to sit back, willing to just fill the box, you know, I I guess as they were moving forward, they were going more man marking.、Mm-hmm. As they went back, it was more zonal. But in both situations, that meant like they couldn't get the ball to Lukaku. They couldn't. And the way Lukaku plays, he is one of those guys who, you know, you have to give him a step or two to get that momentum, so he can barge through. Yeah. You didn't get any of that. You don't get that in the chain defense against chain defense of、yeah. the Italian team. Precisely. So when that happens, they were just kind of shut down all night. And I don't want to say that Thomas Tuchel has been found out because、mm-hmm. this is only two losses. Yeah. But they're two big losses. This and the City game against their major rivalries. Yeah, and it almost seems like they haven't been found out, but they are definitely a team that has one way of playing. Like Tuchel is good at within a game seeing what an issue is and changing it. But then if it's like with both this and the City game where the other team strikes first、mm-hmm. and kind of puts the pressure all yeah, game. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really know how to adapt to that constant pressure to being、no. on the back foot, and I don't know how that carries on. I am more than willing to believe that he is such a good manager, such a smart manager, that by Christmas time he will probably have figured out a plan B, a way it around it. It takes time, yeah.、Um, but as it stands, they really need to do something because they currently look like the, as we mentioned, the main rivals、mm. are the people who are just. Pipping them to the post every single time. Yeah, and Chelsea are the defending champions, as we saw. Real is the only exception, and other reigning champions do not really do well in、yeah. the following season. Yeah, I mean it's very difficult because every team going into it is after your particular style. You know, Chelsea have to adapt to everyone. Everyone is adapting to Chelsea.、Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think that the weak link now is going to be Timo Werner because. People have basically figured out that he's just—he just doesn't have he's it. He's not a big, you know, big threat.、Either. Like, you know, I would have thought that for a while he could have worked in the Raheem Sterling role, where Sterling wastes a lot of chances. True. But let's say, you know, nine times out of ten he wastes it. He gets that tenth. The threat yeah, is always there. And he creates、there. a lot of chances. Precisely. Whereas、um, Werner just seems like a lame duck at the moment. People know they don't really have to care about him.、Mm-hmm. And Kai Havertz. He's better. Yeah, he's, he missed that、uh, game-tying header. Yeah, but he still has a lot of mistakes in him. True. He seems to be a guy who is very technical, 
But if the ball doesn't drop in the right place or if he doesn't get the pass correctly, he doesn't have that particular skill to recover. He's not a playmaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not a playmaker. He's like the final link in the chain, mm-hmm. so to speak. I mean, we kind of saw that in the Champions League final where he got the goal, but it was because the ball kind of bounced back to True, his feet yeah. after everyone got the ball to him down that left side to get him into the space in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like his team, Tuchel's team, is just a bit too technical. Yeah. And they need to get a bit more, I don't know, a bit more strength. They need to get that iron blood of English football and German football back. I think so. Yeah. I think that's true. Sounds like they need Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they can get the yeah. special one back. And if things, I don't, stuff, yeah, if things fall apart at Roma, yeah. it'll be first on, yeah. first on the call. I don't really think uh, Tuchel has to worry about his job, but mm. I couldn't say that for Coman. Oh, yes. Barcelona lost to, again, Benfica. 0-3. Mm. Ever thought of that coming? No. Like, that's one of those score lines where, um, like, like the, just to use a different sport example, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Joshua boxed against Alexander yeah. Usyk this weekend. So when he lost to Andy Ruiz, mm-hmm. there are things a fighter can tell themselves, caught by a lucky punch, I didn't quite prepare correctly. And then you can use that to get into the next fight and come back. But if you're comprehensively outboxed like you were, like he was against Usyk, mm-hmm. I don't know what you tell yourself. No. So in this particular case, if Barcelona lost by one, or we got caught out, anything can happen in the Champions like League. What happened to Real? Like, we yeah. waste too many opportunities, that's what yeah. we lost. We, and we lost by one. Yeah, you but, lost then, by three. but then when you lose by three, yeah. what do you tell yourself? Besides, for, we, we were completely outplayed by significantly smaller, significantly less famous what should be an objectively quote-unquote worst team and they ran all the way around them and the the thing to point out is you know the issue with a team like Barcelona is without going to levels of being Galacticos the thing with Spanish football is they have these stars they have your in their case particularly they have a Lionel Messi but that's backed up by players like Xavi uh, you know players like Mm -hmm. that you know uh, you know, they had Antoine Griezmann. Yeah, they do. You know, so what the issue always is, is that they had these world-class players that were backed up by also great players who were less famous, less stars, yeah. you know. And now they should still be in that position because they are still Barcelona. They are, yeah. And they're just getting beaten. To me, like, it's a total... Uh, there's no resistance at all. Yeah. Their defensive line looks like a... Yeah. I don't even know how to say like a, a team that does not belong to the Champions League. Yeah. It it really seems like what's happened is when they had Pep and they were at the top, they were unbeatable. They had this ego. And then as they've slowly, slowly, slowly got worse, players have left, players have got old. They still kept that ego. Yeah. And they can't see their own weaknesses. No. And then these smaller teams think, well, what have we got to lose? If we lose to Barcelona, we've lost to the best. And True. instead they give them a game. Yeah. And just take it, you know, you've still got players like Gerard Piquet hanging around mm-hmm. who are just so slow, just so clumsy. Yeah. It, then you have Benfica just literally outplaying them. And that also happened, if you just quickly move to the next one, with Real, Real Madrid mm-hmm. and Sheriff Tiraspol. Yeah. And that game is truly, truly remarkable because mm-hmm. we've I've talked about it before, every year UEFA have the coefficient... I don't know how they do it, but there's always one team from somewhere like Bulgaria, mm-hmm. Hungary, um, the Czech Republic. Yeah. Very small team. They get in and they nothing. They can't really do anything. No. This year, Tiraspol, they come in and they have this team. And you know, I, and people are mad that a team 
that's from the middle of nowhere, plays in a league no one's heard of, outplays a team as big and famous uh, as Real, Real Madrid. Real Madrid absolutely deserved this loss because, you know, as we were saying with the Benfica game, this wasn't just like a simple loss. They were outplayed for 90 whole minutes. And in every single case, they had a shot, uh, Sheriff had a shot on goal, they scored twice, whatever it was. You could see the way the, the defenders, and particularly the goalkeeper, Thibaut Courtois, mm-hmm. the look on his face, it was like, they he they was like mad they were even shooting at him, mad they were even trying to score the goals. They just expected to have this quick little kick around of a game, get Benzema back in shape, um, get the older guys, the Modrics, the Cruisers, whatever. I don't even know if they were playing because they were so out of it, just being literally run ragged by a guy called Cristiano, who mm. isn't Ronaldo, but you know, no. the, way he was, yeah. the way he was playing, he may as well have been on this night. Mm. And yeah, 2-1, this is going to go down. Surely more so than the, than the Benfica game, more so than even like the famous wins, like um, you know in '97 when Dortmund won it, yeah, because they beat Juventus in the final. They did more so than any of that. I think this is going to go down in history as the biggest giant killing in all of the Champions League, and it entirely, entirely, entirely comes down to the fault of Real Madrid, who are just falling to pieces. They are just such a bad team. And it shows, like, between this and between Barcelona, both teams losing, like, overall, that's 5-1 across, that is, two, yeah. across two games. Something has happened to Spanish football at the highest Definitely, level. Yeah. And whatever it is, it's not getting better soon. Because no. you can't end up like this. That's your best team. So exactly, because I mean. that's that's the league. But it's, it's more than the league. It's it's the country. It's what their sports are based on. These, these footballing giants who are known worldwide... They don't just win; they play beautifully. They have that's they attract the big stars. That's why they had Messi, why they had Ronaldo, why they still have Benzema. And then you also see in the other games, you know, Villarreal they go to Manchester United and they put up a really great fight. They do. But they're the they're the smaller team. Atletico Madrid beat AC Milan. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, Milan went down to ten men too early, but still, these smaller teams are still competing well. So it isn't even like. The rot is in Spanish football. It's in the Giants. It is. And you don't get that anywhere else. Manchester City, PSG, Bayern Munich, they're still at the top of their game. So whatever it is that's happened, it's really like the rot has set in. And I would almost think it would be wise for UEFA, for La Liga, for something, for them to just kind of, I don't know, like take a penalty, drop out, disappear from the tournament for a year and just rebuild. Because these losses, they aren't just bad losses, they're embarrassing losses. To me, these two teams are like, they, they, don't, they don't have the roots anymore. Yeah. Like, they can't stand along and it, it takes more than a superstar yeah. to save them and they just let their superstars leave. Yeah. So much for today. Thank yeah. you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. Yep, speak See to you then. Yeah.